0: Welcome to Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Erin Page, and today I'm joined by Gwen Batchelor, owner of We Rock the Spectrum and Mom of Five, to talk about helping all kids, but especially those with special needs, navigate some of the increased stressors this time of year can bring out, and to hear more about her business's impact on our community. Welcome, Gwen. Thank you. I'm really anxious and looking forward to today. Thanks for having me on. I'm so glad you could be here. Uh, First of all, Gwen, tell us a little bit about your family, what it's been like to navigate this pandemic as a mom and a business owner, and where you're finding hope right now.
1: Yeah, sure thing. Um, So I'm a mom of five. Our oldest is 25, and our youngest is two and a half. And um, we have two boys and then three girls. And our youngest, who is two and a half, uh, has Down syndrome, and uh, she was kind of our little surprise blessing, and uh, we are enjoying her so much. But she's the whole reason why we bought our gym, uh, was because we really wanted a place for her to grow up in, in our community, get to know her. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully one day, this business will be hers, and the other kids that come and play with her at the gym that have special needs we just really hope that they'll all be able to work here
0: together. So that's what our vision is for the gym but yeah i love that that's so that's so beautiful and i don't think there's anything more helpful than that than creating a really beautiful future for your kids um and and beyond your own kids for other kids in our community um you guys are just such a beautiful example of of loving the community really well um, which is even more important right now, right, in the midst yeah. of this pandemic, um, mm-hmm. and then we've got the holidays, and we know um, the holidays can be really fun and magical time, but they can be really extra stressful, not just for the parents, but for the kids, too, and then, like we said, you add in the pandemic, you add in virtual school for a lot of our kids right now, and the stress levels can become overwhelming very quickly, and mm-hmm. um, what advice do you have for parents of all kids, but especially those with special needs in helping mitigate some of these common stressors this time of year can present?
1: Yeah, I would say take cues from your children.
0: Mm.
1: So um, instead of listening to what everyone else is telling you, uh, let's see how they are doing. Uh, especially, you know, those kids that aren't very verbal. Um, because a lot of times what it is, is they're just overwhelmed. So they might be whiny or fussy or whatever, but it's just because there's too many people. Um, might be that they're the lights from all of the Christmas stuff is too much for them. All of the music from Christmas music or the sense of all of the candles burning and potpourri is just overwhelming. And they might need to just step back a bit so that they can have their normal to calm back down again. Um, I think sometimes we forget because we love it all so much that there's other people that just don't, Um, and we just really need to be observant and pay attention to what, you know, what they need also
0: that's so good i'm soaking this in to really take cues from my own kids during this time of year i think like you said we just get caught up in wanting to create all of the experiences and the fun for our kids that sometimes it's easy to forget to really um hone in on what they need right now and what makes the season special for them Mm. um Metro Family's Family Mental Wellness Series article this month talks about tips on navigating holiday stress and one of the key points I love that local registered behavior therapist Janae Neal makes is not requiring kids to hug or interact with family or friends they aren't comfortable with or in ways they're not comfortable with. That idea is so important for all of our kids, but perhaps even more for kiddos with sensory sensitivities. So how can parents help advocate for their kids in the ways they want to greet or interact with others? And how can parents help kids learn to advocate for themselves too?
1: Right. I think sometimes we need to speak up when our children don't have a voice. Um, You know, I come from a a generation where uh, we hugged all of our grandparents and kissed all of our grandparents and aunts and uncles whenever we walked in the door. And then again, when we left. And, um, you know, looking back on that, that's not necessarily uh, the way that life should have been lived. I love giving our kids the choice whether they want to do something like that or not, because um, I think it helps us really set them up for a safe environment from predators, um, because they know that no means no, they don't have to do something that they're not comfortable with. Uh, So I think that it's very wise to have those discussions with your extended family and just say, you know what, we just really want our kids to be able to, you know, be comfortable with affection uh, whenever they want to give it and they feel it's right without forcing them to. And it's okay. You know, it might not be what they're used to, but it is okay. Um, And we just have to respect those boundaries.
0: Absolutely. And I love that idea of kind of prepping family or friends ahead of time to let them know this is what we're doing in our family and and so that they can prepare themselves for that. And that's such a great way to be an advocate for our kids. And I also love that you talked about just because we grew up doing things one way doesn't mean that our kids have to grow up doing things the same way. So I Mm -hmm. think that can be hard sometimes to, um, to really stop and think about, um, especially when it comes to this topic about consent and interacting with those family members and friends. Um, certainly something that I've had to reconsider for, for my, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So, We Rock the Spectrum is especially unique because it was designed really to provide a place for kids of all abilities to play and have fun together. And you have some really cool, uniquely designed sensory equipment. Tell us about some of the kids' favorites and how this type of equipment benefits kids.
1: Well, absolutely. Our gym was designed um, for specifically kids on the spectrum or with sensory issues. Um, but we've just really tried to expand all of our equipment to include things that um, all special needs kids would use in either an OT or a PT setting, but that it's still fun. Um, And of course it's just, it's toys, it's playground equipment. So all kids still have a good time. Uh, We have a zip line and a trampoline and swings, but um, what is special about those things in our setting is um, our swings are therapy swings. Some of them spin, some of them bounce. Um, You know, we have swings that are for kids that um, have low mobility. So they may be able to tilt completely backwards like a bed or, um, you know, have straps that'll hold them in so that if they don't have that uh, body strength, they won't fall out forward. But I mean, there's just so much unique equipment. We probably have close to 30 swings now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always try to look for things that they're not going to find at the playground or somewhere else. We want them to, you know, come in and have something unique to play with. Um, our trampoline is absolutely great. It's our daughter Olivia's favorite thing to play on in the gym. She jumps all day long and, <laughs> um, and it's wonderful. I'm glad that she can do that And what we found, though, is for some of our kiddos that don't have the same uh, body strength as she does right now, that they needed somebody to hold on to so that they didn't tap over while they were jumping. So we bought something this year called a -a jumparoo. And um, it's like a tube, a tire tube that has a metal frame that uh, it it slides over. So kids can stand on the tube and hold on to the metal frame and still jump. Mm. So then they're not... They're not tipping. They have that stability, but they still have the impact of the jumping that they need for the mm-hmm. sensory. Um, our zip line is our, you know, one of the kids' absolute favorites for anybody that comes. Um, you know, that's the excitement of zooming across an open space, but also falling off into a crash pad. <laughs> and what I don't think a lot of people realize is that for kids on the spectrum, that sensation of the impact of things um, is calming a lot of the time for them. So they love that. They love the falling and and falling into that pad because it just, it helps relax them where, you know, we might need a massage. They need something like that just to help settle them back down too. So it's interesting how equipment does different things for different people.
0: I love that. And I love how thoughtful and intentional you have been about finding just the right equipment for a variety of kids so they can come, and I'll play and enjoy everything there. Um, And one of the things I really love about what you do is that you do provide a welcoming space for typical kids and those with special needs to interact. Why is that so important for both of those groups?
1: Um, I think it's important because it really teaches both groups um, how to interact with each other in the world. You know, this uh, idea of inclusion and acceptance is exactly what we want our atmosphere to always portray whenever people come in. Um, If typical kids don't have any family or friends that have special needs and they're never around it, they will grow up not understanding that world. But whenever they show up in our gym and they play with our daughter and other kids that are here that have special needs, it just opens up a whole world of Um, acceptance and um, just understanding and compassion uh, that they might not otherwise have to experience as a child of a, you know, growing up in a typical developing family. Um, I know for us, we have five kids, right? And our older four um, have been so fortunate to have Olivia as a sibling uh, because it has taught them so much, you know. It's taught them to enjoy the little milestones. And um, where they, my two daughters that are eight and uh, thirteen, they both have best friends who have sisters that are just within weeks of Olivia for the same mm-hmm. age. And so they have, you know, these little little sisters that are two and three that, um, you know, uh, can talk and and be busy and are potty trained and all of the rest of it. But then we see Olivia, who's Still struggling with some of those things, but they get to savor each moment differently mm-hmm. because it means more whenever she says their name mm-hmm. or um, you know learns learns to do something on her own that she 's been working on for forever so um, it 's just been neat it's it 's been a complete blessing for our family to experience this journey with her.
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing that beautiful picture of your family with us. Um, so this year, owning an indoor playground in a pandemic has probably presented a unique set of challenges for you. How are you working to keep your staff and your customers safe? And then, especially as we're talking about stress of the pandemic and holidays, why is it important for kids to have the time and space right now to simply play and explore? And um, so, what what happened
1: with us actually is. Um, we had to uh, downsize, (laughs) so to say. So my husband and I and our oldest son all worked here together at the gym. Our oldest son was teaching music lessons at the gym and had to shut his business down because of the pandemic. And my husband works a typical day job and then he would come and help out at the gym in the evenings and then on the weekends. Now he's had to pick up a second job Mm. to help. You know cover everything here to keep our doors open so it is only me that is working at the gym right now mm-hmm. um but what we are doing to keep our families safe and our friends safe um is we've installed something called an eye wave into our air duct system so as the heat or air runs in the gym it continually filters the air through this system and sanitizes it yeah. um killing any bacteria or viruses or things that would cause allergies. Um, It's absolutely an amazing piece of equipment and we are so fortunate to have it. Um, The whole reason we were able to get it for the gym was because of a foundation in town called the Payne Family Foundation. They uh, gave us a grant this year that covered the cost of that. Plus it covered the cost of a special needs change table in our, um, one of our public bathrooms. So that was absolutely fantastic and life-changing for some of our families. We also um, use some equipment called uh, UV light sanitizers, and they get plugged in at night when we leave, and a timer gets set on them, and we walk away, and those little UV lights um, help sanitize everything in the gym while we're not here. Um, We steam mop our floors, we sanitize the clientele's hands when they come in, we um, take temperatures, ask that people wear masks. So we're doing everything that we know how to keep our customers safe. Um, And our family, of course, too, because we're
0: here every day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, And then will you talk a little bit about why it's so important for especially during stressful times for kids to have that time to just play and explore? Yeah.
1: So um, you know, I think that the world has changed so much that our kids need something that they can do to still feel like a kid again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so coming into an indoor play, play space um, that you feel is safe is absolutely wonderful for our kids because it's something that just helps them, you know, regulate um, everything about their, you know, stress level and, and helps them just play and be a kid. Um, I think our situation is pretty unique because a lot of our special needs parents use our gym as a way for their kids to calm down. Mm. So uh, we have kids that may have had a hard day at school or at therapy, and then the parents will bring them after just to come play to help them de-stress. It's kind of like their their um, treat at the end mm. of a hard day. Is you know coming to play and they might swing, they might jump, but um, it's what they need to help them calm back down again.
0: That's perfect, um, and I think you know that that can be true for so many kids. I see that about my own kids right now as they are trying to figure out going to virtual or going to regular school some of the days, virtual school at home. Sure. They they have needed more time to just free play, to run outside, to jump on the trampoline, just to work through some of that that stress that they're dealing with. Um, So as we approach the holidays for parents or grandparents looking for unique local gift ideas for the kids in their life, what kinds of gifts or stocking stuffers could they pick up at We Rock the Spectrum this year?
1: So at We Rock the Spectrum right now we're having a sale on all of our Melissa and Deb toys. They are 40% off. So um, you know if you guys say hey um, we saw on this video right now that you had this sale for 40% off when you come in. Even if the sale is over, I'll still honor it for you awesome. by mentioning it from here. Um, we also have, till the end of the month, um, our passes on sale. So you can buy 15 passes that are good for one year for $100. And that works out to the passes being. $6.67 a piece instead of $10. So there's some savings that way also. And when you buy a book of passes, it's not just for one individual person, it's for a family. Hmm. So you can buy a book of 15 passes and it can be for, you know, three children and they can all share them.
0: And our, tell us what ages um, are most appropriate to come play at We Rock the Spectrum.
1: So the gym was designed for kids ages one through 12. Um, I would say our biggest age level of clientele is probably one through eight or nine um, that really come and have a really great time. Um, On the special needs uh, end of things, though, um, we have kids that will come and play all the way up till 19, 20. So um, we let anybody with special needs come in, you know, as long as they want. Um, But for our neurotypical friends, yeah, probably about 12 is where they'll, you know, be ready to
0: go and do something different too. Perfect. It's a perfect place for the whole family for sure. Thank you so much for joining me today, Gwen. For our listeners, you can learn more about open playtimes, parents' night out, birthday parties, and those great deals for the holidays at WeRockTheSpectrumOklahomaCity.com. And you can check out those tips for mitigating holiday stressors for kids from registered behavior therapist Janae Neal at MetroFamilyMagazine.com. Thanks everyone for watching. Join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.